Some of you chicks are crazy. Like it's one thing to outdo another chick. And another thing to outdo another bride. I know wedding day is a big deal. It's a big deal for you chicks. Guys too. But as far as appearance and the way the dress looks, etc. The day is more about you than it is the guy. That's a fact. And that's the way you guys made it. Fun fact. Nashville fact. Did you know the longest wedding veal was longer than 63 football fields? 63 football fields. That's how long the veal was. 23,000 feet long. 23,000 feet long. That's how long it was. That's how stupid and dumb you chicks are on your wedding day. That is just fucking straight stupid. Yo, Rock, draw me a sick ass beat. What's up? What's up? Welcome back. It is Monday. It is Nashville. Episode 76. Episode 76. I think I said it right. Episode 76. Not that anybody's counting, but myself. I did it. Not that it was a competition. I made it. Not that it was a goal. One week, no Instagram. One whole week. Not going to lie to you. It felt, it feels good. It really does. I thought I was going to struggle more, if I'm going to be honest. I thought I was going to struggle more where I wanted to go on Instagram, kind of see what people were up to. Check the DMs. I, I, I went on notifications so I, I don't get notified on Instagram right now. Before, I would get notified with DMs, any kind of vacation comments, new followers. I would get no- notified for everything on my Instagram. Likes, even likes. I shut it off so there's really no more temptation. And, it, and, and, and it's been off. And it's been working for me. It's been going good. Like I, I, I could literally, I could really, literally say that I'm a better person with no social media. At least for um, last week, I could literally say that. Not saying, just saying it. I'm an honest person with you guys. I feel better. I don't feel bitter. I feel better, and I think social media, at least for me. 
it gets me it gets me some kind of bitter move where I feel bitter. I see stupid shit. I get bitter. I get mad. I get annoyed. I get irritated. So right now I'm not bitter. I'm better. And I really, really mean that. It's crazy how more involved you get in your own life when you stop worrying about other people's lives. Did you hear what I said? You get better at your own life, worrying about your own life, instead of worrying about other people's life. It just feels good. I can't be mad at anybody. Come on, look at anybody's shit. I got so much shit done this week. This weekend, had my son. It was a great weekend with my son. My grandpa's 82nd birthday. It was amazing, all with the family. Yeah, I know my family parties were. It was fucking great. It was fun. It felt weird. I'm not going to lie. This is the only thing that feels kind of weird about. It feels weird not me posting what I'm doing. I've been doing that for a while. Snapchat and all that. I've been doing it for a minute where you guys are all part of my life. A part of my story. Like I get. Like my stories. Hashtag not humble. But my stories be cracking as far as my views. Like my views are up there. My views are up there. My I get more views. Sometimes I get more views on my story than I do followers. And that's kind of weird. That's nosy people. And that's fine. I have friends. 100,000 followers. 50,000 followers. 20,000 followers. I got friends. And I get more IG views than they do. As far as their stories. Guaranteed. Guaranteed, I get more views on my stories than they do. I will put up my 15K followers against somebody else's 100K followers. My shit is more interactive. My followers, the real followers, didn't buy any. And they're real. And they interact with me and I interact with them. And that, I think that that's what brought me to where I'm at right now by not having social media. It just got too drainful. Got too much. Those of you that have an iPhone, if you scroll to the left on your home page, it would tell you how much you're on your phone and what app you're using the most. As far as if you have social media, if you have Instagram, it's going to tell you for the week. You've been on Instagram for like five hours, seven hours. I mean, everybody is a little bit different. It depends on how much you're on Instagram, but it'll tell you how much you're on Instagram for that week. Right now, I'm proud to say I'm at zero minutes, and that's pretty fucking amazing. You have Snapchat. It'll tell you how long you've been on Snapchat for that week. It pretty much tells you what you prioritize on your phone. It'll tell you what you're using your phone for. If you're texting, you're calling, it's going to tell you how long you've been texting for, how long you've been in your photo gallery for. It just breaks it down into, into what app you're on. It's pretty, it's pretty a cool thing that iPhone does. It lets you know how long you've been on your fucking phone for. And when you're, when you're on your phone, 
while you're on your phone. It's a it's a pretty cool thing. As far as right now, because I don't have Instagram, it says that I'm on I'm on I'm texting. That's the number one thing right now. As far as you know, as far as timing shit, using a phone the most, it's texting. I text. I'm texting more than anything on my phone than anything else than any app. It's texting. Number two is probably on my phone, conversating on my phone. And then I have photo galleries and et cetera, et cetera. Now, I don't have a problem at all having texting my number one thing or phone conversations my number two thing. I don't have a problem with that. Because the people that have my number are my real friends. They have my cell phone number and they're my friends. I'm having really good conversations with my friends, with my real friends. It's a little bit different than interacting on in the DMs, on posts, comments, etc., etc. It's different because some of those conversations, most of those conversations are pointless. Stupid debates, stupid conversation, stupid small talk for people I'm probably I'm probably never gonna meet in real life. It's just draining. So because I'm talking to my real friends, I'm having real conversations about real topics. It's almost like my phone, my text is real people, real stories, but it's real friends and real stories, and I don't have a problem with that. A lot of my friends are hitting me up. People like Novel. Hey, hey, bro, how you doing? How you doing? Novel even went to the point where every morning he'll text me good morning. Text me the weather. Shit that I do on my IG story. He'll post me videos of what he's doing throughout the day. And he tells me, hey, post shit what you're doing on a day, but only text me. So you can share with somebody. It's kind of fun. You know, it'll probably make, it'll probably make it easier for you. So I'll, I would text Novel some videos of what I'm doing throughout the day just for fun. It's like our own little private Instagram conversation through text. It's kind of fun. Thanks, Novel. Novel is, a, Novel is one of those friends where he's just a good dude. Where I feel like with Novel and our friendship that he gives me more than I give him as far as that positive energy. You know, and, and I got to recognize that. And for a lot of my friends that I need to step it up a little bit more. You need to step it up. But as far as the conversations and texting your real friend, it's just, it just a good thing. It really, really is. So many people be hitting me up. A lot of my friends that do have my number. Hey, bro, are you okay? What's up? Because not all of my friends listen to the podcast they're just not podcast people they don't do that they're busy like i think people that listen to podcasts it's its own community like just put their podcast people you like podcasts i'm pretty sure i'm not the only podcast you listen to podcasts are addicting there's something that you look forward to you know at the gym or at work some people never listen to a podcast in their lives and then they're not going to start now so they never listen to my podcast and I don't get butthurt about it. But back to the point that they'll text me, hey, bro, are you OK? I haven't seen you on Instagram for a while. Like, is everything OK? I go, yeah, I'm just taking a mental break. I, t- I-, I just break it down 
what I'm up to. And they go, that's fucking dope, bro. That's fucking dope. So with me being say that, they will text me every day. Hey, what's up, bro? Just conversation like that. And that's fucking dope. I could only imagine what my DMs look like right now on Instagram. But it's cool. Just the, the whole, it's like old school. You're just talking to people on the phone. You're texting. It just, they're not meaningless conversations they're conversations that mean something that's what i'm trying to say like don't put your energy too much i'm not gonna preach about it i've only been doing this fucking shit for one week and i'm not gonna do it forever obviously i'm gonna get back on instagram i just hope i don't get back how, how i used to be i don't want to go back to that shit where i'm costing looking at my phone i want to make that a habit where i don't where it's not a habit anymore make it a habit where it's not a habit if that even makes sense. I think a big thing. And I can only speak for myself. But I mean I'm pretty sure. Like once again I'm probably the only one. Not like not being like a pervert or a maniac. Or anything like that. But I think with Instagram. It depends who you follow. But you have these girls. These girls that. They look really sexy on Instagram. They look pretty. And you kind of want to DM and message them. You like their pictures and so on. But by not having that. But by not having that. That temptation or anything like that. It just makes you a better person. But it don't put you in that thirsty kind of mode. That horny mode. I mean nothing's wrong with being horny. But as far as being horny on Instagram. That's a different fucking story. And I think maybe if you are in a relationship. Maybe you shouldn't be on Instagram as much. Because that temptation is kind of there all the time. And you're kind of poking the bear. When you're always on Instagram. And you're looking at these girls picture. Vice versa for girls looking at guys pictures. You're kind of poking the bear. And there's a temptation there. When you're, when, you're, when you're constantly on social media and you're constantly looking at people's pictures and you're looking at pictures of people that don't look like that in real life. So when you're seeing your girlfriend or you know your boyfriend, what you're doing, they don't look like that picture on Instagram or the you know your IG crush because your IG crush doesn't even look like that in real life anyways, but it just goes back to the temptation thing. Because when you're on Instagram, you always want something better. The grass is always greener on Instagram. It's always greener on Instagram. So I just taking a little mental break from that. It just puts things in perspective. Like right now, not to sound weird or anything, but I'm not I'm like I'm not even horny. I haven't had sex in what like two months. But I'm not even I'm not even horny at this at this moment right now. That's not the case. I bet you if I was on social media, once again, it's only been a week, Rock. But if I was on social media on a boring night, like a Sunday night or something, you're kind of bored, you're not doing anything, you're going through social media, you're scrolling, look at different girls' pictures, they kind of pop up, and then you're in the DMs, and you know, one thing leads to another, or you're kind of teasing yourself, and you kind of get in a mood. So, you know what? You know what? I will get ready. I will get up and get ready. I will go to a bar and go out. I will go out. Because your mind is focused on something else. It, it, it's something. It, it, it's weird. But it's like the gateway almost. Of doing stupid shit. Because it's that temptation that's there. That's making you want to go. You know what? Fuck dude. I need to get out. Like It just. You know. And, and you see people out. 
you see people partying. You know that that goes back to the whole FOMO thing of last episode. You see people partying. You see people having fun, and it's not always partying have fun. I've been at clubs where I see these girls. They're all sitting down on the couch, sitting at the table. They're literally on their phone. They ain't doing shit. But one girl pops out her phone and is going to do a post or a story. So they go, ah, they all start screaming, putting their fucking drinks in the air like they're partying all crazy. And once the phone goes down, their heads goes down and they go back to back on their phones. They weren't really having fun. But for that 10 to 15 seconds of IG story, it looked like they they were having a blast. And when you see shit like that, it makes you want to go out and have a blast. But nobody's really having a blast in that case. So the whole social media thing, but with the mental break and not doing it for a week, it just makes me bleed out. It makes me filter out a lot of different things from being like sexual shit or the whole the formal thing of going out. It just helps out. It filters all that out and you concentrate on different things, on positive things. Like the last few days, I've never been, I'm really freaking happy by not seeing all these things. For me personally, this is only me speaking. This is Nashville and this is me speaking. Maybe it's not for you guys and you go and maybe social media doesn't affect you like that. And that's great. More power too if it doesn't really affect you like that. If you're really in a happy marriage and a happy relationship and you've seen these things on Instagram and there's no temptation there, then that's more power too. And congratulations, that's fucking amazing. But there's some people that that's not the case either though. I have a lot of friends. I have a few friends where we vent. They vent. They're on girls' fucking post. They're on their fucking profile. They're in the DMs. And the grass is always greener on Instagram. So they're always low-key sabotaging their relationship because they want to get in this other one. Because grass is greener on Instagram. It always is. It always is. This episode is brought to you by Garden Bar and Grill. Located in Pico Rivera and La Habra. Good food, good service. Be there. It is NFL football season. Baseball playoff season. If you need somewhere to watch the game on a big screen with amazing food and some drinks, go to Garden Bar and Grill. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Show is also brought to you by Transport Truck Repair. Transport Truck Repair, they fix reefer, AC, and any kind of semi mechanical issue. It's located in Fontana, California. For that discount, hit up Gus and tell me you know Rocky Nash. So I listen to different podcast here and there I don't need to say no names I follow social media once again you see it where it's almost a trendy thing where I mean everybody wants that sad story you want that sad story and you want the happy ending everybody likes somebody that came from nothing and now there's something because I think at the end of the day it gives it gives them hope where while they did it I could do it. They came from a darker place than I did. So I like that story. Because look at them now. 
But I think that's kind of watered down as far as when social media started happening and podcasts started happening. I think everybody made vulnerability and and being vulnerable is such a good thing. And then we made street scars off of that the whole season two thing. Real people, real stories. And I think being vulnerable is a great thing. It's a really good thing. But I think because it's such a good thing because when somebody says, you know what? Even me on Nashville, like I used to say like I was low-key racist, homophobic, and that's kind of be vulnerable. And look where I'm at now. I unlearned things. But that's just being an honest thing. That's not trying to be vulnerable. That's just being kind of honest. But there's some people that will use and fake being vulnerable because it's almost trendy and because it's a good story and good stories sell. And I, I don't like that. Like I just I, I, I see people with that and they want the it's almost like a pity party almost where you're telling these sad stories how you came up, you, you grew up poor, you slept on the floor and you know we get it. We get it. And now you're doing this and you're sacrificing and this and that. But I feel like everybody's almost doing that story. It's almost like the athlete. Every athlete came from the projects and now he's this and he's doing that. And that's amazing. But I feel like every ESPN story, you know, 30 on 30 story, behind the scenes story of any kind of box or athlete, they all have that pity party story. They all had that sad story. They're all being vulnerable. And I think with the whole social media and everybody having their own platform, I think that's getting watered down now. I really think it's getting watered down. And you almost see it in church as well. You see it in church all the time. You see it in church all the time. They're called testimonies. People go on stage. They give their testimony. And the people are, you know, all in the audience saying, oh, my God. You, you came through all that? Almost where they're not testimonies because they're so used to telling a story and they're so used to getting applauded. They're so used to getting applauded that you overcame it and we get it and we're proud of you. But everybody wants that sympathy story that, you know, they want that sad story where it's not a testimony anymore. It's almost a bragamony. It's a bragamony where you're bragging about I came from this and now look at me now. And that's amazing. I love positive stories. I love happy endings. But are you being fake about it? Are you being fake about it as far as being vulnerable? I knew some guy with the podcast. I'll say his name. His name was Anthony. He used to be our um, our producer, director, or editor, where you want to call it, for Street Scholar Season 2. He started doing season three with us, season a little bit of season four before Wacko came. And he decided, like everybody else, that he wanted to do a podcast. And there ain't nothing wrong with him wanting to do a podcast. Great. More power to you. Good luck, buddy. I'll be promoted for you. But he did a thing where every guest he did and every episode he did, and he only lasted for about four episodes, I think. But everything he said, okay, all of a sudden this guy said he's a alcoholic and he needs help. I show Anthony many fucking times, many times at his house, at the studio, after hours. This guy never had a drink in front of me for like a year and a half. Never had one drink. I've been in his apartment a few times. 
He didn't have alcohol at his house, but he's telling these sob stories how he's an alcoholic and he's trying to sell the tickets that he needs help. And he did another episode about being angry and being temper and being snappy. And he's the nicest guy in the world. He's a good dude. But I started noticing that he's seen what we did in season two of Street Scholars, real people, real stories. And he's seen people on a sh- um, that would come on our show and be vulnerable and tell the sad story. He said, you know what? That shit works. I'm going to try that. That shit works. Let me try that. So I felt like he was being fake about it. I just stopped fucking with the guy. He doesn't do a podcast anymore. He's not part of the studio. I still wish him the best luck. But as far as, you know, because people really, really, you know, they suffer with that. And, and they struggle with those that kind of poison as far as alcoholism and temper and snapper and all that high blood pressure bullshit. And I think people, I don't really know what I'm going with this whole shit. I just think that. Be careful for people that are that are faking the funk. Not every episode needs to be you being vulnerable. You know, like I get it. I actually stopped season two early. Ass novel. Sammy Joe Fox knows we stopped that season early because I go I can't hear anymore. Not one more fucking sad story. I don't want to hear a fucking one more sad story. I just can't. And shout out to the guests because those were real stories. They really were. They were sad stories. And and I really appreciate them coming on the show. But for me personally, I couldn't hear anymore. Like, I don't know if I could be a pastor ever just because I feel like everybody's going to come at you with their problems. And when, when, we, when, all, when you, all you get is that negative, 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 negative stories, it has to take some kind of, it has to drain you a little bit, I would imagine. I would imagine. So, yeah, the whole, the whole pla- um, social media and a platform and a podcast, I feel like everybody wants that, that sad story. And, and um, you know, you see some hosts are kind of faking it. They're being too vulnerable. Like, kick it, fool. Kick it. Like. Your life wasn't that crazy. It wasn't that hard. Like your mom and dad worked hard to get you what you needed. Like kick it. How come nobody could tell a story where like I grew up in a good household. You know that's one thing I do say like you know I didn't have everything I wanted growing up as a kid. But I had everything I needed. I didn't grow without needing anything. My parents weren't rich. But they were cool. They, they they had they had good jobs. We had a two story house. My parents hated gangs. They, my my mom was our team mom. Our dad was our coach. I don't have that pity party vulnerable story. I I don't I don't have that. I have friends that can say that story and it's real. But I don't have that story. I never preached that. I think it's silly if I were to say that story. That's just false. You know. I mean, we me and my brothers when we did stupid shit. We did stupid shit on our own because we're just fucking stupid kids. We're just dumbasses. We knew right and we did wrong. I have friends that didn't know right and they didn't do right. And they always did wrong because that's all they knew was wrong. Their parents are wrong. Their uncles are wrong. You know, that's all they fucking know. I don't have that story. I don't really know where I'm going with that. Just, you know. Back to the whole social media thing. When you're on it too long and you're seeing so much shit. It's going to take a toll on you. Especially with the whole hashtag trendy, being vulnerable bullshit. What's going on right now? 
everywhere. Pity party stories for everybody. A little sport update. I know it's not a sport podcast, but as you know, I'm a Ram fan. We won yesterday. We're 3-0. It feels weird when people say we're 3-0, and I apologize because I said that. I am not a Ram. I'm not a Ram player. It's not we, but the Rams are 3-0. I always felt weird when people say we, like the Lakers. Fool, we're fucking a check of fool. What do you mean we? You, you don't play on the team, but a lot of people... Say that shit like we, 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 like motherfucker, you were not on the court, you weren't on the field, you weren't shooting me at the gym or however it fucking goes. But people say we a lot, it, it's just funny. But I'm happy that the Rams are 3 0. The Dodgers, 100 wins already, but the Giants, San Francisco Giants, they do not know how to lose, and it's scary. It's scary how they fucking never lose. And this this is what I brought this up real fast before. I mean, I know some of you guys don't watch baseball, don't know how baseball goes, and you'll probably watch it during the playoffs. But even though the the the, the Dodgers have a great record, second rec second best record in baseball, but because they didn't win the division, they're gonna do a one game playoff. If they don't win the division, it's gonna be a one game playoff. Against the St. Louis Cardinals. And at this moment right now. The St. Louis Cardinals. They won 16 games in a row. 16 games in a row. I do not. Want the Dodgers. To play a hot ass team like that. For one game. One game and you're fucking done. No playoffs. Just one game. And that's going to be scary. So let's go Dodgers. The Rams, big Ram fan, but my main concern right now is the Dodgers. I know it's um everybody loves the Lakers. People love the Raiders here. They love the Rams here. They love a lot of teams here, King fans. But no matter what, LA will always be number one team, will always be Dodgers. This is a Dodger town before any fucking sporting team, USC, Sally, it don't fucking make a difference. This will always be Dodger Town. Dodgers come first in LA. And with that being said, everybody, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. You guys are fucking amazing. I can't really promote too much on Instagram because, like I said, there's no timeline when I'm coming back, when I'm not going to come back. That's not the case. I just don't want to go on right now. I just don't, and I'm just, I could literally say I'm, I'm happy not going on. I'm really happy not going on. And, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to get back on sooner or later. You'll see people posting on Nashville and Street Scholar. That's not me promoting this shit. And since I can't promote it, you guys can promote for me. That'll be kind of cool. Tell a friend and tell a friend. And how the shit works. But I'll see you guys Friday. I might have my sister and my mom do a show Wednesday. I'm not sure. I kind of want them to do a series. I'm going to talk to them about this. But maybe do a series. A series about marriage. Or something that they know of. Even it could be education. It could be a lot of things. Being a parent. But they need to do a series. About something. A four part series. Be kind of cool. 
I know a lot of you girls love when they talk on there. A lot of you girls can relate to what they're talking about. But we'll see where that goes. But as far as that, if if um, I'm not going to see you guys Wednesday. They might be on a show Wednesday. I'm not sure. But if anything, I'll see you guys Friday. If not Friday, I might take Friday off. We'll see. I doubt it. I got to hook up my Patreon fucking people. My Apple and Spotify subscriber people. I got to hook you guys up. I'll see you guys on Street Scholars tonight. Monday. But other than that, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys later. Late.